Dear people of Hong Kong, first, I deeply regret that I did not cast my vote to support the government's political reform motion. I also wish to express my sincere apologies to the legal members and citizens who support the government motion for failing to cast their votes after the walkout that was intended to buy time so that the Honourable La Wong Fan, who was on his way to legal, could cast his yes vote. As we wanted all 41 of us to vote yes in unison, but due to a communication gap, a few members stay in the chamber. As a result, 33 pro-establishment legislators lost their chance to cast their yes votes. I deeply regret the hiccup. Besides Chief Secretary Kerry Lam, Secretary for Justice Rimsky Yoon and Secretary for Constitution and Mainland Affairs Raymond Tam, we all pro-establishment legislators and millions of Hong Kong people were extremely disappointed at the rejection of the package. We have always supported the motion and spared no effort in leading the reform push for the past 20 months. I wish to thank sincerely all the supporters for the tremendous support they have rendered for the passage of the government motion. We, pro-establishment members, wish to reiterate our firm support for the government motion. We sincerely hope that all our citizens have the right to vote for the chief executive in 2017 by universal suffrage. The outcome of the voting is that 28 legislators voted against the motion. That is to say, there were no possibility of the motions getting a two-thirds support, that is to say, 47 votes. The government motion is bound to be vetoed. We were pained and disappointed that the package was vetoed. We wish to express our anger at the opposition for vetoing the motion. Hong Kong has to move on and concentrate on tackling its many deep-rooted problems, which have been pushed down and preoccupied by the political reform debate. I wish to call on the community to stop political conflicts and communicate in harmony to focus on economic and livelihood issues. We need to be rational, pragmatic, and understanding in solving problems. Painfully enough, the troubles of the past years remind me of the TVB drama, The Greed of Man, Tai Si Toy. That has been the talk of the town since its rerun. The first and the two lines of the theme song are as follow. This is the era full of hurdles. This is the time to foresee the future. Has indeed been filled with hurdles, with the mindset of street fighters and a sense of moral superiority. The Pan Democrats have never adopted a rational and pragmatic attitude in the discussion of constitution development. Just close your eyes and think of what the Pan Democrats have been doing since the launch of the first round of public consultation. And I believe you can hear shouting, smacking, and threatening. Politics is compromise. Hong Kong is a special administrative region with a unique one-country, two-systems arrangement and the role of the central government cannot be undermined. However, with the pan-democrats persisting with their anti-Beijing philosophy, how can they consider the views of the other side during discussion? 
Finally, every meeting and every opportunity for them to express their views directly to the central authorities' officials have turned into nothing but political shows. With the moral superiority mindset, everything the pan-democrats say and do is right, and others are wrong. This leaves them unable to turn round, nor even narrow differences. Therefore, even when the central government makes it clear that the decision made on August 31st by the National People's Congress Standing Committee is to protect national security and stability, which are the most important fundamentals for democracy, what the pan-democrat do is adopt a one-year-in, one-year-out mentality. This comes to my mind as one of the main characters of the popular TV drama, Ding Hai, who is played by Zhang Xiuqiao. Ding Hai is a murderer, filled with suffocating sense of moral superiority. In the end, he goes unpunished, but others suffer. It is most unfortunate that the pan-democrats impose their usual sense of moral superiority on rest of society. It eventually led to the 79 days Occupy movement that involved many young people, and the future of a divided society such as Hong Kong remains to be seen. We can tell if the society still counts on the pan-democrats and their street fighters mentality. The path of democracy is leading to a dead end. This is because street fighters actually rely on emotional appeals and breed violence. That's also why the years we have seen the rise of radicals inside Lechko, with discussion and cooperation being replaced by hostility, non-cooperation, and the continuous filibustering. As a result, policies put forward by the government. Including those on livelihood issues, which have little to do with political reform, are held up. Society as a whole suffers. Besides public needs being left unmet, Hong Kong's competitiveness continues to decline with the limited land supply, sky-high property prices, and long-delay infrastructure projects. Now is the time to foresee the future. Opposition for the sake of opposition. Cannot help us in solving the more important problems which require urgent resolution. What we really need is the under the Lion Rock spirit of the 1970s, that underscore mutual help against adversity and help transform the city into the current international financial center. We have time, and again, seen the spirit representing the resilience of Hong Kong people in times of adversity, such as the last two financial crises and SARS. In recent months, poll has shown the majority of Hong Kong people would like to see one man, one vote for the chief executive election in 2017. In the polling stations and assemblies, supporting the government's proposal, which I saw supporters vowing to attain universal suffrage. It made me believe the under the Lion Rock spirit is still inside us after all the confrontation and disagreement in our society. I hope everyone in Hong Kong will search for such social spirits and human values, particularly the young. I recall some social values in the 1980s, such as a sense of duty to give to society, without thinking of the returns, and a concept of self-learning in order to have a better tomorrow. I think. Motivation is even more important for young people these days. 
I'll continue to call for the government to find ways to help them to prepare themselves. At the same time, convince the young to live up to their potential.